Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. I'm so glad you decided to join us this morning. This is Overflowing Life Community Prayer. I'm Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I was having so much fun before I got online. I almost forgot about you this morning. Just realizing how great and awesome and amazing our God is. In our God, we shall do valiantly. It is he that will pull down our enemies. So we need to always remember that our God is awesome and amazing and that he cares about everything that we care about. You know, my son started a new position. I find it amazing the great lengths that the adversary goes through not to destroy our life, our life belongs to the Lord, but to keep us out of that place that God has ordained for us and achieving what God has ordained for us to achieve. Now, the only person that can stop forward momentum is the individual. No matter what comes up against them, If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can dare stand in the face of our God and deny his plan, according to Jeremiah 29, 11? When God has called us, he has equipped us. We are well able to take our mountain. But often on our climb, sometimes on the way to the mountain, the enemy comes like a roaring lion, seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. But we have to always remember that there is a greater standard, and that is triumph in Jesus' name. I want to read to you what I sent to to him this morning. We've been studying it overflowing. Well, we started a study on, it's entitled, Unearthing the Root of Rejection. That's, That's going to be phase one. The second phase is unearthing the fruit of rejection. So we're examining rejection. The spirit of rejection, the fear of rejection, everything that's tied up to rejection. So if you're not busy on Thursday night, we have Bible study at 6 o'clock, prayer meeting at 7. You're welcome to come and join us um, just to learn. This, I believe, is a root for a lot of things in our life. I believe that the fruit of rejection, um, sickness, um, disease, poverty, are all fruits of a rejection, of rejection. Because if we reject ourselves, we will never obtain what God has ordained for us. And it hides and it masks in different things, different attitudes. So we're examining all of that. But I wrote this to my son this morning. Um, The fear of rejection opened doors. Close every door. Clothe yourself in the armor of the Lord. There are times that there is a reality in what we feel But truth triumphs over reality. The word is the truth. 
We are victorious. We are more than conquerors. We can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens us. If God has positioned us in a place, he has purpose that we win in it. But I am seeing the great lengths to which the enemy has tried to hinder what I believe is the plan of God in his life. But how many of you know that we have a God more powerful than any adversary? And as the man of war, he's more strategic. So much so, he simply says, send Judah first. Send the praise first. In the Old Testament, there were wars that were never fought simply because God scattered and confused our enemies because we took the position that he ordained for us to take. And his ways are not our ways. But he knows how to send confusion into the enemy's camp. Walk around Jericho seven times, yell on the last time, and the walls come falling down. Now, does that really make logical sense? Absolutely not. But did Jericho fall? Absolutely. It's even been proven scientifically that Jericho once existed. And by some strange reason, in one day the walls came tumbling down. So God is amazing. He will do and be just that specific in our life if we would open our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. So I'm going to be praying for my son as well that he and his wife will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them, the church, this morning so that they would occupy the position. For some of you may not know, he's um, he has been a second-chance high school principal. They moved him to the lower grade. They're starting a new program in a school that got straight Fs, and they're trying to turn that school around. He hasn't been in a junior high position since he was 29 when he was first uh, assistant principal. So um, this is new for him. This is it's been a long time for him. So he's looking at the situation and trying to hear from the Lord. And there's a lot of things that's been stacked against him, but you know we triumph in Jesus. So we'll be praying for him this morning. Are there any other prayer requests? Well, I just want to say before I get started, I met some of our uh, secret people that get online every uh, day. It was such a blessing to meet you face-to-face and to see if your faces match the persona that was in my soul toward you, and pretty much Meeting you was like what I had envisioned in my heart. Not details. I can't say God showed me a picture of you, so I don't want to lie on the Holy Spirit. But there was impressions in my heart of uh, what you would be like, what you would look like, and uh, God has been faithful in that regard. So it's a blessing. I am blessed beyond measure with what God is doing in my life and in our lives collectively, God is, um, the kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. The, the other thing that came to my heart this morning, sometimes I talk a lot about spiritual warfare. And, and I was asking the Lord, why is that such a big deal? Well, when we begin, to take our places and positions in Christ, we draw attention to 
to ourselves. That's why the enemy, um, well, we know Job, God pointed Job out to the enemy. Hey, look, there's Job over there. He's an upright man doing the right things. Go see if you can make him um, back down. So some of us, that's what's going on in our life. Other times when we begin to withdraw from some things and begin to press into purpose, um, it draws the attention of our adversary. But I believe that we should be impacting our world. And if we're going to impact our world, if we're going to be kingdom ambassadors, if we're going to extend the kingdom of God, there is territory that we have to take. Right now, my son is taking territory. He's in the inner city. He's standing as a man of God. So, of course, there may be there may be a cause to fight. So a lot of us are doing that. We begin to make those changes and a fight starts. So we have to be ready. Well, hallelujah. Father God, I praise you and I magnify your name. I glorify you this morning. I recognize that you're a God, that you're sovereign, that you're Lord, that you're mighty. I thank you that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. Father God, I thank you that among us there's no friendly fire. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you so much for the body of Christ. We thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We uh, thank you for the forward momentum in their life, Father God, the healings that are coming, the deliverances that are coming. Father God, we thank you for your heart toward us, your children. We thank you, Father God, that you gave us a body that we can realize that there's no sin, no situation that any person that could possibly go through that um, someone else has not experienced and can share their victorious testimony of what God did in the midst of their life. So we appreciate the body. We appreciate the diversity in the body. We thank you to continue to strengthen the body of Christ um, individually and universally. We thank you, Father, that you show us our place and our position within the body and that we occupy until you come, God that we make a firm commitment to stand in the place that you have ordained for us, regardless of what the adversary may seek to do. Father, we recognize that he is like a roaring lion, but we are those that honor the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is Jesus Christ himself, and he is not like a lamb. He is the lamb. He is not like a lion. He is the lion. So we thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing in our life. We thank you, Father God, that when the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, that you have given us life and life more abundantly. Hallelujah. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers us. It is our portion. We're grateful for the blood. It is our portion. Hallelujah. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Oh, how precious is that flow that makes us white as snow. Hallelujah. Lord, bless your wonderful name. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Mighty Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Hey, God, I worship you. I adore you, God. Oh, I bless your holy name. Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty who was and is and shall be forevermore, forever, God. We will praise and magnify your name. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me. Hallelujah. 
and I have a personal prayer request. I'm going to go ahead and pray it. Um, my father is um, looking at, well, he says he's going to have them disconnect my mom from the ventilator today or tomorrow. I'm not sure when, but I just feel a need to pray for him right now and the family. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just lift up my father. Father God, I pray that he's able to cast all his cares on you, knowing that you care for him, that you're God in the middle of this situation, God. Father God, I pray for his life, his salvation, his eternal life, Father. I pray, Father, that you would breathe life into him. Open up the eyes of his understanding. Give him your peace and your strength, Lord. There are things that I read that says science has the capability of not just prolonging life, but in some situations, prolonging death. Father God, you are God. You're the giver of life. So Lord, be God in the midst of this situation. I pray for each family member, Lord, that regardless of what the decision is made, that they would be at peace and they would find their comfort and their assurance in you. Father, I pray for my mom. There are times that I feel like she's hanging on and there's other times that I feel like it is medicine that's keeping a body alive. But, Father God, you know the end from the beginning. Father God, I thank you. Your word says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So whether she goes or stays, she has victory through the blood of Jesus. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the hope that we have, God. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for peace, God. You say in your word that healing is the children's bread. Father, healing is her portion, God. But you also say that it is appointed to every man a time to live and a time to die. So, Father God, I commit her to you. I give her to you. You said to cast all our cares. I give you the care of my mother, sovereign God. With tender mercies and loving kindness, thank you that you're able to keep that which is committed into your hands, even until the end, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the promise of your word, God. We've prayed for salvation, for healing, and deliverance.
be God in the midst of this situation. And if it is time for mom to leave, and if science is merely prolonging the life of a body, then I ask that you would take that decision away from my dad. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we pray for Father God, we pray for the kingdom of education this morning, God. We realize that there are many educators, such as my son, who name the name of Jesus, who are anointed to bring deliverance into the kingdom of education. Father, recognize that when he steps into the arena, that he's coming against a system that has kept these young people in bondage. To open up the eyes of their understanding. bring the light of God into the building where there has been devastation of prior generations. Instantly draws attention. And I believe there are maneuvers that were made even before with anticipation of his being in this position that was made to shut him down. So, Father God, I pray for him, and I pray for those with an assignment from heaven to operate in the kingdom of education. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy and precious is our Savior. Acknowledging that you are our great and wise teacher, we declare that you are all-powerful, all-knowing. You are the creator of all things that ever were or are to come. With the fruit of our lips, we declare that in you and you alone, Be all glory, honor, dominion, and power forever and ever. We declare that all truth and wisdom comes from you and you alone. We acknowledge that just as you are the God of all wisdom, it is your desire to bless us with wisdom in all things. Your word says that if any of us lack wisdom, let us ask of God, and you will give to all men liberally, and upbraideth not and it shall be given. Father God, we recognize that wisdom is needed in the halls of our educational institutions. Your wisdom and your revelation on how to strategically plan and war against the current social economic depravities In the name of Jesus. Father, in the United States of America, our founding fathers decided to develop an educational system. In its early inception, it was said to glorify you through our children's early years and to train them with your wisdom to go into the marketplace, 
to take dominion over everything that exalts itself against your truth and the knowledge of you. So we recognize this morning that our educational institutions was originally designed by men of God who wanted leaders trained and educated based on biblical principles. I don't know why I'm thinking about the movie, The Book of Eli. Regardless of what they felt, they understood that there were principles in the Word of God that if they were applied to our lives, that we would raise up a generation of leaders and educators, free thinkers, men and women of God able to address issues. Father God, we recognize the strength of this education system has built a nation, even with its flaws, with a social economic system that is a five-talent system. So we thank you, Father, in advance for the foundation that you laid, God. However, when we look at our current system, Father, we recognize that we have moved away from these principles. Father God, in behalf of your church, we repent. We repent for having built a system filled with educational policies and standards that have caused our students to turn their hearts from you, God. Father God, the conviction is no longer there. The standard of moral excellence for many is no longer there. Father God, even in school systems that appear to be working, they're based on secular humanism. which will bring about even more division and more depravity. Father God, forgive us for establishing an educational system. Forgive us, Father, from straying from the educational system that was designed and in its place produced a system that breeds poverty, rejection, low self-esteem among our students. Forgive us, Father, for allowing a curriculum that denies you, denies your existence, denies your power, and is contrary from your standards. Forgive us, Father, for accepting the lies of the enemy in exchange for truth, which is your word. Father God, in situations such as where my son teaches, we see the fruit of what it meant to take prayer out of schools. For Father, when we allowed the enemy to take prayer out of our schools, it should have been a red flag that we were not praying enough in our home and in our communities. Father God, when we began to take the word of God out of public view, it should have been a red flag to us, your church, that we had traded truth for a lie. when we no longer could display the Ten Commandments or refer publicly in public arenas, refer to the Bible as absolute truth. Father, we repent, for we should have recognized the strategy of the enemy 
to undermine your divine plans, to educate and train a nation. Father, your word says, blessed is the nation who has you as their God. For generations, the masses thought you were the God that we trusted in. But we see, Father, that has changed if it were ever true. But, Father, as long as we believed it, that's what we lived. But, Father God, there are those that even mock those words. There are those that have made the God that we trust, an unknown God, powerless to change. Father God, we ask in regards to the educational institution that you would remove the scales off the eyes of those that are making policy when it comes to education that you would move the scales off the eyes of educational leaders, our teachers, and the students, so that they may see you. You are the living God and the God who has created all things. Lord, touch the heart of the educators so that they may turn from turn their faces toward you and walk uprightly in your ways. We pray the same for our children and our children's children, that they would turn their faces toward you and walk uprightly in all your ways. Father, we're asking this morning that you would restore the ancient paths of educational principles that was built through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit whose vision for education was that everything we learned be used as a vehicle to glorify you. With our desire of advancing the kingdom of God for your name's sake. Father God, we ask that you would fill our educational leaders, teachers, policymakers with the desire to restore the ancient education foundation. Father God, fill them with the baptism of your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you place godly leaders in places of educational authority. That your name may be glorified as they watch over our educational system in all truth and righteousness. Father, pour out your spirit upon these leaders. And give them a fresh anointing to speak life, restoration to the teachers, parents, and students. Father God, in the life of my son, I ask that you would stir up the anointing that's in him. Every word, every prophecy that's come forth from the throne room of God, stir it up, God. All the years of studying the word of God, stir up the word, God. Father God, In the name of Jesus. Give him a fresh anointing. To speak life to those young people. To speak life, direction, and correction to these young people. Give him the wisdom 
to train his teaching staff. Impart to his leaders his heart, your heart for the young people. Just as you gave the leaders under Moses the heart of Moses. Father, I ask that you would give those that are submitted to him his heart, which is your heart toward young people. Father God, I pray for the parents. Father God, we have young parents that are bitter and angry themselves that may have been in the institution and institutions forever, living in projects and poverty, God. We pray for the parents, God. We pray for programs in the community to re-educate, redirect parents. Father God, we recognize this morning there is a need for reparenting our young people, our young adults. We dropped the ball. We were either playing church or just playing. But we dropped the ball. We allowed MTV sitcoms to train our children while we focused on getting our own needs met. Father God, we ask that an axe be applied to the root of the fruit that's being manifested in the lives of our children. Tear it up, God. Anything that's not like you, restore, heal, and deliver. In the name of Jesus, we come against at at arrested development in our children and their parents, God. Wow, Father. Heavenly Father, we ask you to touch our teachers, fill their hearts with your love and compassion for their students. Fill them with love and compassion you have for children. You care about our generations. I don't know what this vision is I'm seeing. I don't know what this is, God. I'm not sure. Father God, we come against passivity in the name of Jesus. Touch our teachers, fill their hearts with your love and your passion. You said in your word to suffer the little children, forbid them not to come to you, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Father God, make a way out of no way for these young people. Provide after school care. that will empower them, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to fill them with your mercy and compassion for those who struggle to retain information and those that express their anger and hurt through violence 
and aggression. Father, so many of our children are on medicines, mind-altering medicines, God. Father, many of our children need healing. Healing because of eating too much processed food chemicals in their bodies that the body is not able to break down, that interfere with the neurotransmitters in the mind, that causes anger and aggression and hinders the ability to hold and maintain information, which adds to the frustration and the anger. And at best, what some parents have found to do is to medicate their children, which opens the door to other illegal drugs Father God, we ask we ask for deliverance for our children and their parents, God, because they're eating and drinking the same things. Much has come through fast food diet, processed food diet, high diets, high in um, white flour and sugar, processed food. Lack of nutrition, God. We pray, Father, for the children, the parents, the schools. We pray, Father God, for a revolution in the communities, not of violent aggression against people, but against the adversary, against the destruction that the adversary has released into communities and homes and lives, God. Father God, we ask that by the power of the Holy Spirit, for a movement, now this is new to me, y'all, for a movement within our communities that will change diets, will change attitudes in the name of Jesus. We pray even for that in our school system. That those that name the name of Jesus and those that have a moral compass would begin to stand up and say no more. Bring to the forefront men and women that have your heart that truly are anointed by you to educate. Bring to the forefront men and women who are anointed to counsel. Father God, we recognize the awesome responsibility of teachers who spend the majority of our children's waking hours um, Our children spend the majority of their waking hours in an educational institution, part of before or after care. We've taken so much for granted, God. We pray for the educators. They do have an awesome responsibility of sowing the word of knowledge and hope that shapes the future of our generation. 
Father, let honor be restored back to the educational institution. Father, I can remember when I was coming through high school, I chose not to be a teacher because that was not considered. Um, we had so many other alternatives that were um, supposedly better choices, I don't know what the right word to use. Not recognizing the call, the call to educate, the call to empower others. Father, we have edu we have people in education that are not educators. And we have educators that are not in education. Then we have educators in education, but they've been intimidated by the powers that be and are not free to release the gifts that, God, you have given them. Father, we pray for a godly takeover of the educational institution. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would stir up the gifts of our educators, those that have lost their passion, those that are overwhelmed by the current condition of our social economic structures, our children and parents. Father, we pray for the children who are precious in your sight. Your word says that all our children should be taught of you, Lord, and great will be the peace of our children. Lord, we pray for the children to be filled with peace, wisdom, knowledge, and hearts that seek your face. We pray you will place a hedge of protection around our precious children, God. Train them to turn a deaf ear to the lie of evolution, to the lies of the enemy, to all of the lies that would cause them not to receive the truth of who you are. We thank you that our godly educators watch over our children in prayer. Restore prayer to the schools, Father. But also, Father, restore prayer to the homes. Mm -hmm. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Restore prayer to the church. Father God, we pray that this generation will be taught of you. Father God, we pray that a new generation will raise up that will seek your face. Father God, you said that there would be a generation that would prophesy, that would praise you to the next generation. Let that be true, Father, in our churches, in our community, God, so that a new generation will seek your face as the solution. We ask you these things in Jesus' name. We thank you that your word never returns void. You and you alone are able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all that we could ever think or ask. And I'm reminded, Father, not only to pray for the teachers, excuse me, but we pray for all of the infrastructure that supports the educational institution. including bus drivers, dispatchers, those ad office, administ office administrators, those that work in the cafeteria, uh, security, 
Wow. Those that work in the cafeteria, we just pray, Father, for the entire infrastructure. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. I apologize. I don't know where all this is coming from. I'm going to go ahead and close out unless there's another prayer request. But I pray that your day is blessed. You're highly favored. Walk in the strength and the power of Almighty God. In Jesus' name, amen.